ESPN Network. Browns fans talking to Browns fans. What makes a man? Is it the power in his hands? Is it his quest for glory? Give it all you got to, to fight to the top. So we can know your story. Sunday. Living, day? Living. I don't know. November something fifth, maybe. I would like to say welcome. I'd like to say to you, welcome, 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 welcome to Manly by Nature here on the DBN Network. It is the best Sunday of this season for Browns fans so far. It's the bye week. The one Sunday that you can just sit down and enjoy watching football. Instead of watching our Cleveland Browns that we love, our blood pressure rising slowly, slowly. You feel your, your eyes starting to twitch. And then finally, you reach that point and you just... Shit! God damn Shit! None of that. Instead, you can just sit and check out some games. Oh, I haven't watched Blake Bortles in a while. Let's see if he's still kind of shitty. Oh, what's, uh, how's Marshawn Lynch looking these days? Is there any beast mode left in the tank or is it all ran out? Let's see what that, uh, let's see what that hobbit is doing out in Seattle, tiptoeing around in the rain. And you can just enjoy football. So, we're not going to talk about the Browns this week, all right? Wait, 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 wait. No, no Garoppolo, AJ McCarron, Sue and Sue, Hugh and Sashi conflict, power struggle. Josh Gordon coming back to break our hearts. Haslam dipping his dick into things again. When is that asshole going to learn to stay out of stuff? God! And your wife, your wife, sticking in your wife and your. All right, what We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. All right. I'm sorry. Welcome to the Manly by Nature bi week special. I am Manly and loving it, aka Horseway. And I would like to say thank you for listening to the DBN Network. If you are listening to this on DogsByNature.com as I'm sure most people are. Do us a favor. If you enjoy this show, how could you not? If you enjoy the other shows, it's possible. Go over to the Facebook page. I'm sure you have a Facebook, and if you don't, I I don't need your comment. Actually, I don't have it. Nobody cares. Go to Facebook, type in the little search bar, The DBN Network, and then click like. All right? Help us out. Jesus. Is it that much to ask? Give you these shows every week for free? I'm over here trying to make deadlines, people. All we ask for is a little support. Is that too much to ask? Go over to Twitter. Oh, you don't have a Twitter? Well, create an account. 
Take your lazy ass over to Twitter, create an account, and follow at DBN Network. Is it too hard to press a few buttons? You lazy piece of shit. Entitled baby! We're trying to get this in more people's heads! Alright. No, you know what? Not alright. I'm still mad about this. <laughs> Go over, follow us, and you know what? Support some creative in your life. Everything you consume on a daily basis is made by creative people. Oh, you should get an engineering degree and you know, creative. Somewhat, you just you want to be an artist? You want to be a writer? Oh, you're just lazy. Oh, tell me, what do you enjoy in your life that isn't made by creative people? Huh? Football? That's about it. You enjoy, you want to you sit around on the weekends and, and read engineering textbooks? No, you want to read stuff by writers. Like, real writers. Not technical writers. <laughs> you want to watch TV shows and movies with actors, directors, etc. And don't you dare ask for my Netflix password. F*** you. Go get your own account. Jesus. $7 a month, $8 a month, whatever it is. To have access to 80,000 TV shows and movies. Oh, no, that's, well, that's, too, that's too rich for my blood. You want everything for free? You won't even pay for an app. Ten years ago, if you would have known, you could go to the app store and get a app on your smartphone. The m- amazing piece of technology sitting in your pocket all day that you can do literally everything with. If you would have known for $5, whatever, you could get an app where you can plug a cable into your electric guitar, plug the other end of the cable into your smartphone, and play music, record song ideas, tune your guitar, make drum beats, you would have been blown away. Blown away! But now, ooh, I gotta pay for this app. Forget that, I'm just gonna get the cheap. Enjoy your version. Just don't complain when it's all buggy and crappy, all right? Support something! Uh, anyway, I've been on the road a lot today, if you can't tell. And since I'm on the road, I thought we could talk about Manley's Guide to Being a Good Rideshare Passenger. Let me tell you why you should take rideshare. If you don't, do not drink and drive, people. Please, alright? It's not worth it. It's not the 70s anymore. Sure, back in 1978, you may be a little drunk, but hey, I gotta get home from work! Boss has been on my... Had to have a couple little drinks to get through the day, sneaking out and have a little drink behind the building, but hey, gotta get home and see those fucking kids that look at me as a giant disappointment. <sighs> and what, what, am I gonna take the bus? I can't take the bus, this is Detroit. I'm gonna get stabbed. So what'd you do? You hop behind the wheel, you head home, maybe you hit a hobo, eh, no big deal. Plenty of them. <laughs> oh, God. But now we have smartphones, we have apps, and you can take a ride share. If you're going to a Browns game, or I don't know, the state fair, something where you've got to pay $15 for parking, it might be more feasible just to take a Lyft or an Uber. Especially because when the Browns game's over, you're probably gonna be plastered. I know I sure was last year when I went and saw the Browns play the Patriots. So in the spirit of that, um, oh, and if if you think Lyft or Uber is too expensive, try this little experiment. Call a cab right now. Call a cab. 
to take you to the mall or your uh, your next AA meeting, whatever you got to do today, and then request a lift to take you back home. Tell me the price difference. It's significant. So, don't drink and drive. Don't pay. I mean, I, I drive places a lot, but every now and then when I'm going, like I took a lift the other day to the hockey game. I'm going to pay $20. I went to a game in, in the spring, a hockey game right before the season ended. I paid $16 for the ticket and $20 to park. I was pissed. Never again. Not to watch this crappy team. Well, I did buy tickets just the other day to the Panthers when they play the Sharks. My San Jose Sharks. I'm excited about that. But moving on. I've got a ten, top 10 list. How to be a good rideshare passenger. Alright, a lot of rideshare passengers. Not a lot. Well, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Suck. <laughs> It's not that they suck necessarily, but they do things that are irritating or inconsiderate. And I'm going to show you how to be a gold star passenger. It's not that hard, people. It just takes a little common sense and some basic decency. And your transportation needs will go smoothly. Oh, like the airport. Don't, don't drive to the airport and pay to park for a week. Are you crazy? And don't make your significant other, or in some of your cases, your mom get up at 4.30 in the morning to take you to the airport. Just get a lift. It can be uh, stressful for us Lyft drivers, especially down here in South Florida, where we have the worst amagulate conglomeration uh, acclimation. I don't know what word to use. I'm gonna go with conglomeration. We have the worst conglomeration of drivers anywhere in America. People say, "Oh, New York's worse. The traffic is worse. A lot of the drivers suck." But we have a bigger variety of crappy drivers here. In New York, it's a lot, a lot of it's a volume issue. Also, here, we have a lot of New Yorkers. So not only do we have the craziest drivers from everywhere else, we also have a ton of New Yorkers. So the drivers are horrific. And yet, you see the most cops on the road of anywhere I've ever lived. The most cops out driving around and the worst drivers. You will literally be in the middle lane on I-95, have a Ferrari pass you on the left going 145 miles an hour and 30 seconds later you'll pass a car as if you're going 145 miles an hour because it's an 85 year old grandmother who's on her way from little Haiti to her doctor's appointment and she's terrified of being on the road well then why are you taking the freeway lady <sighs> and right drivers here are pretty rude and like every day if you're out long enough you're gonna see something that you didn't expect a lot of crazy stuff like two days ago I passed or not I passed a guy pulled out in front of me and so I pulled up beside him was giving him the old stink eye and as we're riding down the road I hear like crunk, 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 this noise and then his hood flies up and slams into his windshield And you are always forever seeing people, I mean, the people jaywalk and stuff everywhere. It's not that big of a deal if traffic's not coming. But here they do it while traffic is coming, and they either walk way slower than is necessary on purpose and give you that look like, yeah, this is my road, bitch. Or they, they're walking out in the middle of the road as traffic is coming, nowhere near a crosswalk or anything. And then when they see you, they act as if they were just teleported in the middle of the road they freak out and run like they're a cartoon character like lady you 
you're the one out in the I'm not trying to hit you. Like you're I'm not gonna run you down. Go to the crosswalk, Jesus. Anyway, maybe I've spent too much time on the road lately. So, being a good lift passenger, number 10, top 10 list. Number 10, be, what does Manly say? What do I always say first? First, be courteous, be respectful. When you get into the car and the driver says, hey, how are you? Just say, hey, I'm good, thanks, you? Or, good, thanks. Or, hey, hi, whatever. Don't have this happen. You sit down and I say, hey, how's it going? Oh, you're friendly. Cool, let's get going, I guess. That sucks. It's irritating. You're sitting, you're sitting, you called me here. You're getting in my car. You're sitting a foot and a half away from me. You can't say hello to me, you piece of Oh, that irritates me. Just say hello. You don't have to strike up some long conversation. Just say hello, be courteous. When you get out of the car, say, all right, thanks, have a good one, whatever. Don't just get out and shut the door and walk off. God. All right, number nine. Could have started with this one at number 10, but I wanted to, you know, always start with respect and courtesy, I say. Number nine, understand what, you know, how this works for the driver. All right, just a quick example. Say we go, I pick you up and we go on, uh, I take you to a destination that's six and a half miles away, but because of traffic and stuff, it took 29 minutes. Just theoretically, I don't know what the exact price would be. Say it's, say you pay $12 for the ride and you're like, man, $12 to go six miles, man, that sucks. That's, that's just a little too much. And that driver, I mean, he, I was only in his car for a few minutes and he made 12 bucks off me, man, he probably... I mean, he's just driving a car. Should he be making $25 an hour or $20? All right, understand, when you requested the ride, I wasn't sitting in your driveway magically waiting for a ride. I had to drive over here. I might have been five miles away. I might have been two miles away, whatever it is. But it may have, say, it took me 10 minutes to get there, you know, because I said traffic's bad, so I'm 10 minutes away. I get over there. I've used gas to get to you. I've used 10 minutes to get to you. You get. I would have to wait outside three minutes as you fumble around looking for your cell phone only to realize it's in your left hand you moron so you get in the car like i said it takes 29 minutes you get out and then i took you to a place that's nowhere near anything else so it takes me another 15 minutes to get back to town or to get back to a populated area whatever so for you it was only 29 for you in your mind it was only six miles what this bit for the driver they're using their gas, which we pay, the driver pays for their gas, obviously, out of their pocket. They're putting their miles on the car, or they're putting the miles on their car, excuse me, the wear and tear on the tires and brake pads and oil changes, etc. And counting the time it took me to get to you, waiting for you to come get to the car, take you there, and then move, you know, move, uh, head back, excuse me, to get another passenger, that's really taking me an hour. And, if you didn't know this, both sides of the, of the, um, transaction pay service fees to uber or lyft so if um if you pay twelve dollars two dollars of that goes straight to uber from you for a service charge for arranging this little this little rendezvous and then lyft takes 25 percent off the top from the driver for a commission for arranging our little rendezvous so um I only got $7.50 out of that $12, and then you don't tip me because you're like, screw that guy, I'm not giving him a tip, he already made 12 bucks off me. 
And so you can't even give me a dollar, you cheap ass prick. So I really have only made $7.50 this hour and $2 of that I spent on gas. All right. We're not making a killing. You can make good money if you're getting some long rides. You're taking people to the airport. People typically, uh, people typically will tip you. That was a hard sentence. Typically will tip you on airport runs, etc. But for most people, this is just some extra income. It's not you know you're not going to be making enough money to unless you drive for both Lyft and Uber and maybe you have like a nicer car so you can also use it for their luxury line rides or if you have a big SUV so you can use it when people need a bunch of passengers then you could probably you know make as much money as you can working a basic office job or something and plus you don't have to deal with bosses and stuff but for most people it's just something we do because we need money (laughs) so you know just understand how it works for the driver so maybe that'll help you be a little more generous if you decide to tip at the end of the ride okay next understand that you are paying a driver to to give you a ride from point a to point b you're not renting a car so do not treat it as though it is your car you know i'd prefer you not to eat in the back seat if you i mean but i'm not i don't care necessarily but you know if you've got don't eat some gyros <laughs> or some Doritos Locos tacos, something that's like got shredded cheese and lettuce and stuff that's or something with a bunch of grease that's dripping. Don't eat a freaking, you know, Pizza Hut personal pan pizza in the back. But you know, if you're eating a bag of M&Ms or whatever, that's fine. Or if you're eating, you know, I don't care if you eat necessarily, but just understand, just be respectful that it's not your space. Because And people leave stuff. Like, I literally one day found... Um, you know when you go to a restaurant and they have the little the little black booklet <laughs> the check holder <laughs> the thing the check comes in that you put your credit card in to pay one of, with one of those with like an American Express symbol on the front was just laying on the on the uh, on the floorboard I'm like where the hell did this guy I didn't pick anybody up from a, from Olive Garden where did this come from people will leave cups in the cup holder thing in the back they'll stick trash in the yeah, most cars have like little pocket things on the back of the driver and passenger seat. People will stuff wrappers in there. The other day, somebody had mashed like five green M&Ms into the the floorboard in the back seat into the 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 floor mat. Who does that? Like, and they were all green. So it was like, was this some kind of weird initiation thing for the world's lamest frat? Like, wh- why are you smashing green M&Ms? I mean, why were they all green? you think there'd be like a red and a yellow sprinkled in there. Anyway. And do not. Do not. Nobody has done this yet, but one lady I thought she was going to do it. Do not put your nasty ass, crusty, riverbed feet on my dashboard. Because I will cuss you out. A lady, she took off her... She sat in the front seat, which like I've said before, most people sit in the back. She sat in the front... And she took her shoes off, which I didn't notice until she lifted her foot up. And I I looked over and I was like in shock that I was going to about to have to go off on this lady. But then she crossed her leg like somehow. I don't know. How do you cross your leg in the front seat? But anyway, just respect that it's, you know, you're, you're just a passenger in somebody's car for a few minutes. You're not renting their car. You know, I try to keep a nice eclectic music thing going you know Jimi hendrix and 
James Brown and Foo Fighters, some Outkast and George Clinton. You know, just a nice little mix of fun stuff. And some people, you know, were like, hey, I like that song, turn it up or whatever. And sometimes people, if they they might say something about the music, like not saying like, this sucks, but if they just start saying stuff, I'll be like, oh, is there something you want to listen to? Because I have the Spotify thing, I can play it for you. And some people are like, no, like, well, can I plug my phone into your aux thing to play music? I'm like, no. Like, you're, you're only going to be in the car for seven more minutes. Why, I'm not, no. No, I'm like, I have spot, like, I can literally play anything you want. Oh, well, well you know, what? I, I, it's not going to be on spot. Are you kidding me? It's not going to be on Spotify. If it's not going to be on Spotify, that means it's something you probably made in your base. I don't want to listen to your homemade EDM crap. All right, you want to listen to something? You want me to pick some? No? Well, then we're listening to Credence. Now shut up. Hey, sh- sh- I said shut it. You had your chance. All right, number seven. When you request a lift ride, it gives you all the information you need to know who I am when I arrive. It, te- it shows you a picture of my lovely face. It gives you my name. It, tell- it tells you which car I'm in. Uh, the model and make and everything and it even shows you a stock photo of the exact car and color in case you don't know you know what a green honda crv looks like and like i said it gives you my tag number and if if it's a lift driver most lift drivers have the lift amp thing on their dashboard which if you aren't familiar you may you'll, i'm sure you've seen it around town unless you live out in the middle of nowhere um you know it changes color like it usually is just it's usually lit up the color of the you know that purplish pink color that's the lift color but as I get close to you, it fly, it turns and it turns. Oh God, can't talk. It changes to a personalized color for you. So like your phone will say like you know it's going to be a green, whatever. And then when you get here, when I get there, my lift amp thing turns green. So you're like, oh, not only is that that guy's face that I'm looking at and the car and the the license plate, it's also the green amp thing. Great. But you would be amazed how many people I arrive. They look at me. They look at the phone. They look at me. They look at the phone. They look at the car. They look at the phone. They look at the tag. They look at the phone. Like, I understand being cautious, but Jesus Christ, you requested me to come here. How, you think You think there's another Lyft car that just happened to be pulling up to this exact spot at this exact moment? And they'll walk over to the passenger uh, door and just stand there for a second, and you're like, what are they doing? And then they'll bend down and look at you, and you're like, what? And they won't, they'll want roll down the window? I go, what? Roll down the window. Maggie? Are you here for Maggie? Of course I'm here for Maggie. Get in the car. They're like so worried that you're like a kidnapper that they turn you into a kidnapper. You're like, get in the car. Don't say anything and it'll all go smoothly. Yeah, that, that really irritates me. Just, just, you know, I'm coming. Be prepared. Know that like, like I said, it shows you exactly that I'm coming with the exact, all the information you need. It's fine to open the door and be like, uh, you know, are you Joshua? Yeah. Are you, you know, are you Kevin? Yeah. All right, cool. But to just stand there and then it, it make me roll my window down and, and ask, like, they want you to get out and verify your, here's my ID and uh, here's my social security card. And, you know, you're supposed to go out there and, what, shake their hands, smack them on the ass, let them know everything's all right. Just get in the car. Number six. Speaking of picking up somebody, be where you say you're going to be, please. If you put in 
the arrival point, which you have to, you're saying, this is where I am. So be there. Or make sure that that's actually where you want it to be. A lot of people, they just put in, you know, an address, and if it drops it, like, in the wrong place, well, not my problem. Yes, it is your problem, because now I'm going to be driving around trying to find you, and you're going to call me, where are you? Where? Why are you up there? Why are you at the gate? Because you put the pin at the gate. It drop, It puts a pin. If you need to adjust it, you just adjust it. If you realize, it's not a big deal. If you realize it's in the wrong spot, move it. It'll automatically update it on my end, so I come right to you. But all the time, people will call me. Uh, I'm actually uh, across the street at the Taco Bell. Well, then put the arrival point at the f***ing Taco Bell. Is it that complicated? Common sense, people. And I, I mean, like, I've had a guy text me as I'm on the way there to some random place I've never been before. And when you arrive, um, I'll actually be over at the water fountain. What water fountain? Just be where you say you're going to move the thing to the water fountain. Don't let me get there and then, like, look at Like, I had a lady, a girl. She sent me a text. When you get here, I'll be at the tennis courts. So I figured when I get there, you would, it'd be pretty obvious where tennis courts would be. And also, it was a one block. It was like a block, and it was an apartment building on that block. It was just like an apartment thing. An apartment thing. <laughs> and so I'm driving around it, and I'm like, I don't see any tennis court. And so I call her, and I'm like, hey, I don't see tennis courts. Like, are the tennis courts across the street? And she's like, no. She's like, are you on the ground floor? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, well, the tennis court's on the second floor. What? I'm, are you shitting me? <laughs> No, I'm I, okay. I, I figured I would just get in the elevator with my car and drive up to the second floor to check it out since I didn't see it down here. So she comes down in her little tennis outfit. She gets in the car and she literally has me take her one block down the road to Publix. One block. If you were just doing some sort of athletic activity, playing tennis, you know, playing basketball, whatever, working out at the gym, don't you think you would just walk one block to the, to the store? But hey, whatever. All right, so let me explain something to you next that is a very jerk thing to do. If you're not aware, it should be common sense, but if you're not aware, now you'll know. And so if you do it, you're an asshole. Do not request a ride from Lyft and Uber to see which one is going to get there first and then cancel the other driver. That is a dick move. Because I am heading your direction... I get the request. I'm like, oh, great. I haven't had a ride in 45 minutes. This is great. I'm turning around, doing a U-turn, heading your way for you to just cancel it because it's one minute more convenient for you. You piece of shit. Request a ride from one or the other and wait on it. Don't cancel it unless you need to. If you need to, fine. You know? But don't cancel it just arbitrarily. Don't request it and then two minutes later be like, hmm. Maybe I'll just sit here for a minute and see if I get any smarter. And I've had people, they will cancel it multiple, like four or five times in a row, which obviously means for whatever reason, they don't want me as their driver. Because I'll get this, Drew is requesting a lift. Okay, cool. You accept it. They cancel. 30 seconds later, Drew is requesting a lift. All right, maybe he asked his friend for a ride, thinking he'd give him a ride, and his friend was like, no, man, I'm not going out of my way. Fuck you. Oh, man. And so he requested it again. And 
then canceled. And then Drew's request canceled. Dude, obviously I'm the only guy around. Either get the ride or wait half an hour or something for me to get out of the area or get another ride. Like, quit. Like, what are they expect? Like, what are you wanting? <laughs> don't do that. Please, don't cancel unless it's necessary. And if you wait too long, and if it's been a certain amount of time since you requested it and stuff like that, and you cancel, you're going to get charged a fee anyway. So, you know, just, just try not to cancel if you can. I, we appreciate it. Okay, and next up, this is a good one. Most people probably wouldn't, maybe they wouldn't think about it. But it really is a pain in the ass when people call you. If at all possible, if you need to get in touch with me about something, just send me a text. Because... If I'm still six minutes away in traffic and I'm looking at the map and all this, and you call, first of all, when you call me, you're hijacking my screen. You know, so now I gotta try to get answer the call, get back over to the map so I don't miss my turn, get over the. It's just it's a pain, and I'm not gonna probably remember something like if you tell me a gate code or something like, oh, when you get here, it's pound seven eight two three J star. Dude, I'm not going to remember that in six minutes. Just send me a text so when I get there, I can just pull it up. There's very few... Th if there's something you legitimately need to call me for, fine. But there's very few things you're probably going to need to call me for. That Most things you could just send me in a text so that I don't have to, you know, worry about being on the phone while trying to talk to the security guard at the gate and blah, 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 blah. Just, just send a text. Don't hijack my screen. I'm trying to use the map to get to your stupid phone because you put the pen in the wrong place. All right? Thank you. Another thing, once you're in the car, as we've talked about, you know, be respectful, be courteous, don't put your feet on stuff, etc. Do not tell me the turns to make. I know where we're going. I may not know where we're going as in have a map in my head of the entire city of Fort Lauderdale, but I mean, I'm a Lyft driver. I'm doing this every day. Like, it's, I know where to, how to get to where we're going. I have a navigation app on my phone sitting there on the dashboard so you can see that I'm using the map and that map is you know 50 billion dollars of technology <laughs> you know all condensed into an app to tell me exactly where to go it updates if there's traffic patterns you know and it's eerily accurate as far as times if it says you if you're going 40 miles away and it says you're going to arrive at 652 you're going to arrive between 650 and 655 like no matter, and it's it's crazy how accurate it is because it, it's like it knows all these lights you're gonna stop at for how long, and try you know it's you're just like damn that's so accurate it's weird, but yeah so if you need a good navigation map uh, app excuse me use Waze, it's very very accurate very good, so it's very annoying like when I first started driving I had the uh, the voice thing on and it would say you know in half a mile turn left on 2nd street and they'd be like no 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 take 1st street not 2nd trust me it's a little quicker take shut up like we're we're in if we're in Boca like I know all the streets I've been doing this for a little while I know I, and I know that they're talking about a way that's really not any faster it's just you know well this is a better way to go no it's not it's just the way you go alright there might be a reason that the phone is saying to go this way. Maybe there's an accident on First Street, okay? Shut up. It's so irritating. Especially <laughs> when the thing is saying, you know, it's showing me to turn right at the next light. And you're, and then as we get there, you're like, yeah, yeah, turn right here. 
Then next week, yeah, yeah, turn left here. Shut up! It's so annoying. It's so annoying. All right? Don't tell me the streets and which way to go. And oh, I think it's a little quicker this way. Or oh, like earlier, I had a guy. I was literally going to go around. I picked him up and I was facing one direction, and I needed to go around the street to get back to the road. Like it was like a a cul-de-sac type thing and I was just going to drive to the end of the cul-de-sac turn. he's like actually I think it'd be quicker if you just pulled into this next driveway and turned around oh would it be thank you shut the f*** up alright next <laughs> so if you don't know how the star system works or how the rating system works for one the, pa- the driver rates the passenger so you have a star you have a rating too so that other drivers can be like, mm-mm, leave that to somebody that's more desperate than me for the five bucks. I'm not picking that asshole up. And we have ratings, and Lyft is very strict about the ratings. It's out of five, right? So your rating is, you know, 4.8 out of five, 4.7 out of, I mean, you rate it one, two, three, four, or five stars, but, you know, it, it has the driver's rating as, you know, 4.9, whatever. It's a cumulative thing. <laughs> if... A driver's rating is below 4.6, so if it's 4.59 or lower, which doesn't sound that bad, right? 4.59 out of 5, 4.5 out of 5, that's like if that was a test, that'd be a 90, right? If my math is correct. They can they can terminate your your lift contract thing. Like we were, you know, we're expected to keep like a 4.8, 4.9. If our rating is, and it, 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 um, it only calculates the last 100 ratings. So, even if I was doing, you know, great for a, a while, if I had a few assholes in my last 100 ratings that gave me a one star or a two star just to be a prick because they didn't like that, you know, I took second street instead of first street, even though I'm just following the damn navigation thing, that can severely affect my rating. All right, so a normal, issue-free, pleasant, you know, just a normal ride is a five-star ride. It doesn't mean for it to be a five-star ride that I need to wash your feet and suck your dick, okay? It's just, if it's a normal ride, it's a five-star ride. Now, I'm not saying that to say always, if there's an issue, then give lower and put a comment that there's an issue. It has things that you can click for, um, for flags. You can flag the driver for cleanliness or friendliness or whatever if there's an issue. So, you know, do that. But if there, if it's just a normal ride, the the proper thing to do is just give five stars because it can really hurt the driver if you're just giving four stars over and over just like "Eh, it was just okay i mean there's nothing wrong but it wasn't that great either and you give them four stars like if everybody does that they're literally going to get fired for just having normal issue free rides see see how that works it's you're supposed to have normal issue free rides that's what you're hoping for so if that happens five stars last but certainly not least is tip the driver all right don't come at me with this well you know if if people if american places you know have issues workers have issues with the tips not getting tipped they should take that up with their employer because it's not up to me to pay your wages through tips and but in most countries they don't even have to but shut up you live in america you understand you're we're all part of the same system all right yeah it sucks it sucks that 
waitresses and waiters and all these people don't get paid enough of a bottom uh, minimum salary but to not give them a tip just to be because you're a cheap ass and so you hide behind some kind of holier than thou thing makes you an ass even if it's just a dollar that's still when you get a dollar tip you're like all right i got a dollar you trust me you'll never be so happy to get a dollar most people the vast majority do not tip which is crazy to me because people tip for all kinds of things these days you know like you go to a chinese restaurant or a starbucks like somewhere where you literally just go up to the counter and you're like let me get the kung pao chicken let me get a pumpkin spice latte and the person just turns around has somebody else hand them a cup or a bag and they hand it to you and then you put a tip in the the tip jar and yet i drove you to the restaurant and then i'm taking you home 15 miles and then you don't tip me because screw that guy i already paid him for the ride but you're forgetting that i didn't actually make that much off that ride all right i need your little tippy tip i need the tip just a tip these are all tips for you the biggest tip is tip is to the biggest tip is to tip all right you tip your barber you tip the barista that makes your coffee you tip your waiter tip your lyft driver or your uber driver how did uber's only been around for like a little while longer than lyft lyft actually i believe i read this somewhere i believe <laughs> lyft actually bought out the company that like predated uber or something so lyft is like technically or hypothetically i don't know lyft has been along around longer more or less in some kind of way it was just smaller than uber i don't know but you know uber hasn't been around that long but it's like people get in my car you know in the lyft car and we're on the way that to their destination and they get a call and they're like yeah i'm on the way there i'm in the uber i said no you ain't you're in the lyft i'm giving you a lyft all right it's just it's not that big of a deal but it's just kind of i don't know for whatever reason it just maybe i'm just grumpy <laughs> maybe <laughs> but it's just a little irritating it's not i mean it's not a big deal it's not like one of my tips or anything i don't care if you call it an uber but it's just weird how that be- so quickly became like you know like kleenex or q-tip one of these things where like you know the brand name is like what is ubiquitous with the service so anyway yeah tip your driver like i said even if it's a dollar i mean two dollars is great five dollars is even better whatever but at least a dollar and when i said the majority don't and i'm a great lyft driver all right great you should see if you don't believe me, send me, tell me you want to hear my some of my comments that I get on my rides from passengers, and I will read them to you, all right? At the end of every week, I get a summary of all my reviews, good and bad. And I tell you this damn much, I don't get many bad ones. Few and far between, all right? And I hardly ever get tipped. <laughs> I would say maybe 10% of people tip. Maybe. And it's especially irritating. Now, look, if we just went on a... I mean, a lot of people request rides for, like, a mile. I mean, it happens all day long. So it's not exactly that profitable for the driver. But whatever, you got to... I mean, I I understand if it's 99 degrees outside. I don't want to walk a mile down the road either. I'd rather pay $3 than I'd have to walk down (laughs) the, the road in Miami in August. But, you know, so it's... I understand not tipping in that. But it's always nice to just throw in a dollar... But some people will go on a long ride, 30 miles, 40 miles, and not even give you a dollar. Some people you, I've taken people to the airport 
help them get their bags out. Not even because I'm looking for a tip. It's just because I'm just that kind of a guy. You know, you help them. Oh, oh here, let me help you grab that real quick. No tip. Really, dude? I mean, and, and if you if you haven't used the app, it's not it's not like you aren't aware that tipping is considered um, uh, normal or require uh, not required, but what's the word I'm looking preferred or whatever. Because when you when you get out of every ride, when the driver clicks the button that he's completed the ride, the first thing it does is say, "Would you like to add a tip to the ride?" And most ninety percent of people go, F- "That." <laughs> oh, you cheap ass. Jesus, I just drove you in my car. I had to buy gas. Like, give me a dollar for gas at least. All right. But it's not all bad, people. It's really not. I enjoy some things about, like, you know, I talk to people. I mean, I'm not a huge talker, believe it or not. Like, in part, I guess you can't believe it because, you know, I'm kind of a prick. But, I mean, I'm a nice guy. I'm just, sometimes you have, you know, this is how I decompress is I yell into my phone as I'm going down the road. Because you can't do this in your apartment or people will think you're, like, beating somebody. (laughs) Um, the other day I was parked in a parking spot and I was uh, yelling in, into the thing as I was recording and then I, I realized like people around me are going to think I'm an insane person which I probably am so whatever but you get to you know learn your city better like I've been all over the place I've been all over South Florida um, I get to you get to see how how crazy the disparity between areas are like you can you'll pick up somebody and take them into you know a gated community although granted Almost every community here is gated. It's crazy. The, the shit, <laughs> shittiest neighborhoods will have, like, you know, a security guard and a gate and stuff. I mean, it's, it's a pain dealing with all the gates here. But um, you'll take somebody into a, you know, a mansion community with mansions and drop them off this giant house with a Bentley in the driveway. And, the, and they don't tip you. <laughs> and then, literally, you'll get a request as you're pulling out to pick somebody up two miles away. You know, four miles away, whatever it ends up being you know, not that far away, and then you go and pick them up in, like, a place that looks like it just got hit by a bomb. I mean, you know, you get to really see, like, all the areas of your town, learn your town better, get to meet people. You know, if you're not particularly open-minded, maybe it's a good chance for you to to talk to people from different backgrounds and realize that all, most people are just people, you know? I, I pick up people... I mean, like, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm in South Florida. I pick up all kinds of people. I pick up men, women. <laughs> men and women, believe it or not, folks. Men and women. I pick up men, women, white people, black people, Hispanic people, you know. And then, the, the obviously, like, we have a big um, population of, like, uh, Caribbean people. Caribbean? Caribbean? So, you know, Puerto Rican, Cuban, Haitian, um, Dominican, Jamaican, etc. So... It's fun to like talk to people from different backgrounds, get to listen to accents. I enjoy accents. Yeah, so and like if you if you take um you know, if you drive home from work normally in your car and maybe you just every once in a while you, you're like, you know what, I, I could turn on Lyft, I could make I could do a couple rides on the way home, make a few make a few bucks for some gas money, and then when I get home, it'll be time for Monday night football and I can watch the Browns. Oh, oh! You see what I did there? We're never gonna see the Browns on Monday Night Football. But yeah, but yeah, do those things, and you'll be a wonderful, wonderful ride chair, and you can have a great time with it. <laughs> you know, it's 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 good. It's not you know, it's not awkward. I mean, at first I thought I was wondering that as a driver, is it gonna be awkward? 
I mean, the driver, he's picked up, he or she. I'm saying he because I'm a guy and I'm kind of speaking from my perspective. It could be a man or a woman. If you don't like that I'm using just a male pronoun, send me an email. Wait for my response with bated breath. What was I saying? Oh, the driver, the driver, he's been picking up people all day. You know, he's just, he's, you're the fifth passenger, the eighth passenger, the twelfth passenger, passenger, whatever that he's picked up that day. You know, he's used to people just getting in and out, getting in and out. I mean, you know, if you're comfortable being in the back seat, don't worry about it. just getting the back seat. If you want to get in the front seat, if you're like me and you're tall or something, get in the front seat. If the driver doesn't let you get in the front seat, then, then f that guy. Give him a bad rating. <laughs> um... So yeah, I mean, it's not, don't worry about like, oh, I don't know. It's just so weird. I've never, I don't know about getting in other people's cars or something. I don't know. If you're a germaphobe or something, that's one thing. But, you know, it's 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 a fine way to get around. It, it's much better than drinking and driving. It can be beneficial for going to like sporting events and stuff like that. Instead of having to park and pay money to park and then you still have to walk half a mile to get to the stadium. You know, we can drive you. I dropped, I took somebody to the Dolphins Raiders game tonight. I dropped them off like maybe maybe 30 yards from the gate so you know <sighs> I don't really know what else to talk about but I mean we're, this is long enough the unedited version is 45 minutes that's where we are I mean I, I don't really cut out very much stuff um, usually if it's just if I get you know tongue tied or something I usually leave that in actually the only stuff I care is when I'm talking about something and I'm just real, I'm just like, eh, this just isn't really worth keeping in the show. So, yeah, so just think about how bad that stuff is if I keep all this other <laughs> in the show. But as I go through, because I have to go through it and bleep out some stuff, so I listen to it and then sometimes I take a little bit out. Or if I send it over to Mr. Easy Weave, he'll take stuff out for me because he's a control freak. No, I'm just kidding. He has cut stuff out of my show, so, <laughs> you know, he does, he has, a, he has his vision for the network, and that's fine, but, you know, some, sometimes you gotta be the thorn in people's sides, and that's where I come in. I gotta do my own thing, man, that's who I am. That's what I like about the DBN network, though, is we can do our own, it's, you know, by Browns fans, for Browns fans, so, I hope you enjoyed learning some more about the rideshare thing. I know a couple people had mentioned that they enjoy the rideshare thing, so I just thought, hey, since people, a few people at least, enjoy listening to the rideshare stuff, the Lyft stories, might as well do like just a, a top 10 things to know about, you know, rideshare being a good passenger. If you uh, have any questions for me, nobody's given me a question yet, which hurts my feelings, but whatever. People don't really comment on the articles. I don't know why. Just leave me a comment, man. <laughs> Give me some feedback. Leave me a question. Send it to me on Twitter. Hashtag manly by nature. <laughs> now, if you do, if you want to follow me on Twitter though, or Instagram, at Hosway Artwork, J-O-S-U-E Artwork. I appreciate you. You are dear to me. Dear to me. I will talk to you soon. Next time we will be talking about the Browns. Woo! Sure that'll be exciting. But for now, I bid you adieu. Bon nuit. Time to go pet the dog. And the cat. I gotta buy some dog food. Now you're a mile! Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh no!
Hey guys, this is Robert Tillot with a somewhat important message. I was only asked to do this because the inquirer of this ad has an extremely frightening Corey Freer and complex. Every time the syndrome reveals itself, I take my pointer fingers and make a cross to ward off the demons that present itself. It takes a real piece of shit to ask another to roast them for their own comical game. And for some reason, he thinks he's Batman. What an effing idiot. He's not Batman. He's skinny jeans, small scrotum man. I'm not doing this for his lols. My intentions are for everyone to comprehend the doucheness we at DBN Network deal with behind the scenes on a regular basis. The constant interchange of interest is so f***ing annoying. He never stops talking. If I were at a nearby table at a restaurant, I would just get up and leave. But since we're both involved in this network, I have to endure with the bullshit. And he's fat with a stupid ass haircut. Manly Elevenant is no one you want as a friend. Don't listen to his stupid show. I'm Brownies here, and my approval of this garbage means nothing. Hey everybody, it's Neil Patel, Editor-in-Chief of The Verge. I host a podcast every week called The Verge Cast with my friends Paul Miller and Dieter Bone. We've got a rotating cast of characters from our entire site, which is about technology, how it impacts culture, and how that is all a big cycle that causes us to have a wide variety of feelings that you can listen to every Friday. We've done over 300 episodes in the six years since The Verge has been around, but you only need to listen to one, the latest one, to get caught up on everything in tech news. Verge Cast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere else. So you listen to podcasts, check it out.